Last Tuesday, we got to hear from Paige Ryan, and hopefully you loved that episode. I got quite a few comments and texts about that, just how people felt the same way you did listening to it, that you were so relieved to hear that you don't need that much pressure on yourself to design this home, that we all need to change our perspective and just look at you know, how our home decor looks and the design of our home as something that works for our family. And I wanted to touch on that this week. Something Paige said was about how we we need to design our home for how our family lives in it. And she commented about making it work for our husband who comes home tired or our children who just need to feel delighted when they walk in the door because they've been tired all day as well, or they've had a frustration at school, or they just want to relax and be who they are created to be and not feel like they have to perform for someone else. So I want to talk about that today. And today we are talking about five things that we can do in our home right now to bring better connection for our family and create that space that we really want that does feel like a place of refuge and it feels sacred. Come along, friend. Let's grow. You know those days where you just feel so overwhelmed and tired from all the busy and you just want to multiply the time you do have to create more time for intentional words and family dinners and quality time together? And do you just need to know that you really can keep your family close and your faith strong in today's world? Welcome to Families That Stick Together. Just step right over the random pile of clothes, turn right past the paper still out from last week's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. I'm your host, Jennifer, wife to my high school sweetheart, mom of four, and creator of Together Moments, where we took our same worries and figured out the answer to slowing down, keeping family time a priority, and creating deep connection through solid communication, even among all the busy. The answer is to gather moments, and we want to come alongside your family as you lay your foundation. If you're ready for time to slow down, intentional moments to overflow, and all of this to feel easy in your real life, then welcome, friend, with your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee. I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now my mom. The side she is bringing to Thanksgiving this year is sweet potatoes with marshmallow toppings. Jennifer Zambio! Today is Tuesday, November 22nd, which means December is right around the corner. It is next week. And we are all the same, I think, sometimes where it sneaks up on us and we think, oh my goodness, I want to do this and this and this, and I want it to feel like this. And I want these meaningful moments for my family. And when I get to December 26th, I want to look back and know we made it count because we all realize this time with our family is short. It really is when we have all of our family together, when they're all children, when we have these moments where we can instill these values, especially around the true meaning of Christmas. What is your tradition for Advent calendars? Do you have one? Is it the same every year? And do you keep it about Jesus and his birth? 
I know that that is so important to you. And I also know that you need it to be easy. You need it to fit into your real days and you need it to be quick, not because you don't want to spend time on it, but because that's the way real life is. When you peel your Together for Advent stickers and you talk about the story of the birth of Jesus and all the events that led up to it, and you read those Bible verses and you talk about these things that fit into your real life, it connects you and you get to the end of that day and you are so happy that you really did have a plan to make this memorable and meaningful this year. Peel your stickers, add it to your Advent wreath, on the poster provided, count up to Christmas, and know that you really are creating these intentional moments around this season that you wanna look back on and be so thankful you had with your family. These begin on December 1st. Go to togethermoments.com. This is the last call. Order them so that you can have it in hand to begin on December 1st. If you have it a little late, that is okay. It will be something that you can easily catch up on. But go to togethermoments.com. Get your Together for Advent for your family. Make this a new beautiful tradition to talk about the real reason for the season. So I came up with five things for this list. And, you know, if I sat here long enough, I could come up with 25, I'm sure. And you could come up with 25 more that work for your family. But the whole point of this is just to give you five quick things that you can think about that would make an immediate impact on your family and bring you all more connections. So are these the absolute five that everyone needs? No, but I I do think they can each bring you something that you know would benefit your family and work for you all and take what you like out of this that you feel is a good fit for you all and tweak some of the other ones. Maybe it jogs your memory to think of something else that you've seen work for someone or worked for you in the past and you want to go back to that, but I'm just sharing with you guys these five. Okay, number one for something that will bring your family more connection. How many televisions are in your house? Do you have a lot? Do you have one central television? Or do you have like a space in the basement, a space in the bedroom, a space in the family room? What does that look like for you? Because we all know that the television does naturally become a gathering place, and that's wonderful. There's so many good things that we can use our television for. I've mentioned on here before, we do a smoothie night sometimes where we go get smoothies, and that's what we have for dinner. Maybe we have like chips and salsa with it, and just something super easy, but we sit and have a smoothie night. Smoothies and a movie. And it's really fun. The kids look forward to it. And, you know, everyone gets to connect in that way over something that we all enjoy. But where is your television? Does it create a gathering place for you guys naturally? I know that as your kids get older, you want them to have their own space. We certainly have that in our own home for the older kids when they have their teenage friends over and things like that. But 
you can set rules around that. You know, this TV is in the basement. It is only for when you guys want to play Mario Kart and when you have friends over, but you have to ask permission to use it. No matter their age, tell your kids they have to ask permission to use it. Maybe you have a TV um, in another space in your home for whatever reason. Set parameters up around that as well. But when you have one TV, it forces everyone to be in the same room together and you have more control over it. So just the fact that the people are allowed in it or not, the TV is allowed on or not, is going to really set you up for success of more words being spoken and more people being in the same place or just finding something else to do in the home because the TV isn't allowed to be on and you are watching that. You're guarding it because it's not in another room off by itself. If you do have a TV off by itself, I've said this on here before, but simply get a piece of paper, write open on one side, closed on the other, fold it in half and hang it over the TV. So they know when it's closed or when it's open and that just becomes a family rule. So make the TV situation work in your favor and really think about that. What does that look like in your home? It will bring instant connection if you set up more rules around how they get to watch their screens. Number two, clear the kitchen table. That will obviously bring you guys closer together. Nothing can be on this table. Use it only for meals. Make it your gathering place. If it is used for homework, we've talked about this on here a bunch, but clean it off. After the homework is completed, the table gets put back the way it needs to be for a meal and everything gets put back in its right space in the backpack, on the cubby, wherever it goes, on the hook and that table becomes sacred again. If there's arts and crafts for the preschooler, just clear it up. Teach them from a very young age that your kitchen table is used for your family, and it is synonymous with feeling welcoming and feeling positive. And if you set it up that way, then people will naturally gravitate towards that. You'll sit down there with your kids to have really good conversations after school. You'll set it up for snacks after school and you'll sit there and talk and it will just become so welcoming. Add a little centerpiece that you love. It doesn't have to be anything fancy at all and just make it look warm and cozy. Have your children make little pipe cleaner flowers and stick it in a vase. It you know, it doesn't have to take much effort, but they can participate in that. So when you clear the table and have it as a place that is open for meals, for sitting down and talking, for snacks, people will want to sit there with you. Number three, another way to bring better connection is have a central location where you keep your board games and your puzzles. This could be in a cabinet that's just for them. It could be in a, a bin in a closet on a shelf there in a certain space in your basement. But put everything together. This seems kind of silly because that seems like how's that going to instantly bring me connection. But when you go through 
all the games you have in your house that you guys like to play and you get rid of the ones you don't really care for anymore and you, you know, really remember the ones that you do like, then you end up using them more. And if you're using them more, then they're going to bring you guys together, but they need to be in a place that you easily will reach for them and make this a fun family activity to even set this up. Lay out all your board games, all your puzzles, see what people enjoy doing. Have people in the family say, oh, I love that. That's so much fun. Have someone say, I don't enjoy that. Then they'll know that they shouldn't ask you to play it. But have these conversations. Then everybody talk about where does this fit best in our family? Where should we set these up? If you know there's a game you always grab for, put that on the top of the pile Put that near the front and make these readily accessible so that when you guys have that time to sit and you know, okay, we have 20 minutes, we can connect right now. You say, hey, go pick a game. We have 20 minutes. I'd love to sit down with you and play this. And you do because it's right there. Number four, make your porch space very inviting. If this is your front porch, your back porch, maybe it's just by your garage. Something outside that feels like, you know, you can grab one of your children and say, hey, let's sit down there and let's go talk. Let's watch the cars pass by. When you are in each other's presence, you know that feeling when you can create those words because you're just naturally sitting there with each other. And so it creates conversation without much, without trying much. So make your porch space inviting. Can you add a couple pillows? Can you put a little side table and bring out a pitcher of lemonade? Can you add a little rocking chair? Can you just, you know, set it up a little differently where the chairs face, face each other? Can you have a blanket out there that you can go sit in the front yard and, and sit together? Whatever you can do to make that other space really inviting outside of your home, do that because it changes the scenery. I've had podcast episodes before where I've talked about that. Just instantly changing the scenery can create that desire to have more connection and it, it makes the words flow easier because you've changed the place where you keep talking and maybe getting frustrated and the distractions, but you're taking that element out of it. So give yourself that inviting porch space. Number five, the last thing that I want to encourage you to do to bring stronger communication into your home better connection is add quotes around your house. Add them handwritten on an index card. Add them as, you know, a printed sign that you already have. Put it on the refrigerator. Put it on a mirror. Leave it in the car. Lay it on the pillow. Start a habit of leaving written quotes. It is such a good reminder just to walk around and read these things. But it also makes it more comfortable when these words end up being spoken because it doesn't feel weird that mom's always talking about how to be a good leader or how to be Jesus to other people or how to follow God or how to stand up for what you believe in because they're reading these quotes around your house 
all the time. So it's no surprise that these become part of your daily conversation at the kitchen table, on the front porch, while you're playing a board game, while you're driving. All of these things add up to these moments that just become habit in your family. And when they become habit, then this just becomes an even stronger foundation. And so when you want those values of deep connection and honesty and opening up to each other and strong faith and laughter and all these things that you are praying for, for your family, for those values that you just want to be strong next week, five years from now, 25 years from now, then we need to look at what our environment is doing for us and what our habits today are doing so that we can continue building that. So set up your space right now to bring you those moments and they can be small and everything that I gave you today creates small moments in your everyday life that build and build and build to become those big things that you want for the family connection of intentional moments that really do continue to strengthen your family and faith. So to recap, the top five things you can do right now to bring better connection to your family are these. Number one, have one television spot and take care of the other television spots in your home. Doesn't mean you have to get rid of them. Just make the clear rules around them and talk about that as a family. Number two, keep your table clear and free from clutter and use it. Number three, have a central place for your board games and puzzles and make it a place that you go and grab these easily and you can go sit down and play together. Number four, have an inviting porch space. Make sure you guys want to use it and you do use it. And number five, add quotes all around your house and make this super normal. I really, I I know how much our families need this ease. We, We need to be able to sit through our days and know that Our environment is working for us. And like Paige said on last week's episode, that it really is our domestic church where we can go sit there and know that it's a place of refuge and it feels sacred to us and everything that we want to build in our family. I was doing one of my Bible study reflections this morning and it it asked like, what in your world is keeping Jesus at a distance. What, you know, keeps him from showing up all day long? And I immediately wrote distractions, the clutter, the things that we fill our schedule with. All these things can keep us from what really matters the most in our lives. And so let's build our homes in a way that they work for us And it's not hard. We just have to think about it, get back to the basics and what matters and notice those things that are distracting us. I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving week. I know your kids will be home this week. So maybe you can take these five ideas and talk to them about them. Have a plan. See what's working really well for your family. See how you can help make those things a little better and create more connection naturally. And maybe your 
kiddos will come up with another idea that they think will bring really good connection. And if you want to continue this into the holidays with your own family and your extended family, you will love the Together for Family Holidays. It's free. There are 16 cards you can print off, cut them up, put them in a little basket, and grab one. When you are seeing grandma this week, you can have one of your children grab a little card and find out something she did in her childhood. You can have the cousins ask each other funny stories or share something they learned from a book they read this year. So many wonderful conversations will come up just simply because of the prompts on these cards and they are free. They are adorable. They're small size. You can carry them with you to each family member's house and know that you are creating intentional moments and you really are keeping your family strong. Go to togethermoments.com slash free. Print those off. I pray you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and I will have a quick episode here on Thursday so you can listen to that while you're getting ready or you can listen to it on Friday right when you head out to that Black Friday shopping. Are you doing that? You know, here's a fun fact about me. I have never gone out on Black Friday. One Thanksgiving, we were out of town and I did go to stand in line for a laptop somewhere with my sister-in-law at like 10 p.m. that night. But I don't think I've ever gone shopping on Black Friday. There's a fun fact about me. All right, you all have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, Take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.